Mike, what are you eating? That looks amazing. Oh, this? It's just a delicious El Snor burrito from El Ranchito Taco Shop. Is that nacho cheese sauce and hot Cheetos? Nacho cheese, hot Cheetos, and their mouth-watering carne asada. And I'm dipping it in their creamy guac. Creamy guac. Yum. Giggity. I guess this is a great time to remind everyone that if they're ever in the Inland Empire area, visit Ray at El Ranchito Taco Shop. Yeah, totally. Check them out on facebook.com forward slash Ranchito Elsinore. Or on their Instagram at Ranchito Elsinore. Now I want me some Elsinore burrito and some of that creamy guac. Giggity. (laughs) I can always give you some of my creamy guac, Jake. Just ask. El Ranchito Taco Shop, Lake Elsinore. More than just great Mexican food. I'm going to lose my shit. (laughs) This is fine. Everything's fine here. Do you want to run? Yeah. All right. So far away. We we are going to run far away. Hello, everybody. Sorry about that. Welcome to Customer Estates Podcast, where we talk about everything in the automotive industry. And we have all the tangents. We have so many tangents, a lot of fun things to discuss. And um, today, uh, we would want to start off by thanking all of our listeners. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You guys, you. Are, you guys are hashtag sell the bell. Fucking awesome. Absolutely. How and about we thank some some more after we get a beverage going? We're gonna we're gonna you do some cracking this, right uh, now. I just forking <coughs> lifting. I just want to make something very <laughs> clear. The tangent episodes have the most listens for a reason. Mm-hmm. Oh, they you for sure correct. do. That's what we're doing. Ready? One, two, three. Pop. I came everywhere. You oh yeah, did. I did. This episode Rockin'. of Customer States is brought to you by Tangent Juice. Higher the percentage, higher the tangent. Oh, this AKA one's only five point nine. What? Huh? This one's only five point nine. Mine's seven. Ten. Oh. My tangent quotient is twelve point five percent. Oh, he's got the strongest one. <laughs> Fucking hell, oh he's gonna God. be lit as fuck. <laughs> and so it starts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. now that we are properly hydrated, my name is Mike Sarah. <laughs> fuck. I am a. <laughs> I am a senior master technician, shop foreman, transmission technician. <laughs> to my left is Eric Montenegro. Hi. What's going on, buddy? Hi, how's everybody doing? It's Eric Montenegro. Heavy line technician. Tech. Wow. Oh my God, I've only had one sip. Mm. Heavy line technician. Somebody called me out and said I don't enunciate enough that I mumble a lot. Enunciation. Anyways, heavy line technician for Ford for four years now. Sure. I like mine better. That's fine. Keep it. Continue. My left is the about to be very drunk, <laughs> Alaire Paul. Show us your titties. Give me a couple more. And we'll Those are rich. Those are <laughs> <laughs> there it was. You can't use it against me. It's not fair. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> and no. this complainer sitting right here. Pretty. I'm Allie. I'm <laughs> Allie Paul, you guys. You are. I do warranty adjacent and Wizard Woo! wizard things. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, it was so bad when Nastasia was here. I couldn't think about anything because she's purposefully trying to make me forget. That was hilarious. It uh, was very, very hilarious. Funny. Hilarious. Hilarious. And I would like to forget because I've been doing this for 13 years. <laughs> Congratulations. Lucky number 13. Thank you. It's going to be in May 13. So it's technically 12 right now. Yes. And yes, yes, to yes. my left... Yes. Is a wonderful man with a very deep and sultry voice. Mm. He is Jake Regan. <laughs> 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 
Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another lovely episode of Customer States. Allie's here. Eric's here. Mike's here. Hello. Beer, beer. Um, <laughs> we got beer here. Beer, beer here. here. I am it's a... It's not beer, though. It, it's not. It's clear beer. Um, I am a service advisor and a pen pusher and a chair swiveler, and I think I do my job pretty well. And uh, at least one of you does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Wait, uh, and you're also a part-time technician. I am a part-time technician. You are. Yes. What's going yeah. on with that? Oh, uh, you know, I just like to help my techs. We yeah. really appreciate you getting a handle on the situation. Mm. What a what a humble. Should I tell the story? I think you you should should. I mean, we're alluding to it pretty hard. Stop it, guys! You're gonna make me blush. <laughs> she said hard, hard. <laughs> Penis. So um. What? What? Nothing. Okay. Her ears perked up. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> now, ah! I can, now I can tell the story. <laughs> no, see, you need to let them know that you're drinking the beverage. Indeed. Oh, I think so. they can tell. <laughs> Who are these beverages brought to us by? Uh, these are from Norm. Oh, thank, thank you, Norm. Norm. Thank you, Norm. We thank appreciate you, buddy. Norm. Thank you you're for being best. Mr. Glazier. Yes. Traveling down the road. So started from the bottom, now we're here. Oh, God. <laughs> so... I was the lucky one who got to write up a Mazda 3 that just so happened to be the owner's very, very, very close friend. Everybody knows the fucking owner, by the way. Well, so that's how it always starts yes. off as. But with this one, it was... Was it the one guy came... that we went to the event with? What? No. Okay. No, no, no. The owner actually came down from his office and came into my office, like his office to my office to make sure he was being treated well. So this was a real person who Ooh. knew the owner, close friend. Not just a oh, I know, I know right, that not person. one of the. I'm right. going to drop this card to see if I get better, you know, <laughs> okay. treatment. So after that was all done, to kind of wrap it up of why this happened, the owner of the car, his wife's purse was inside of her CX-5. That CX-5 got broken into and her purse was stolen. That's my purse. I don't know you. <laughs> I don't know you. <laughs> and inside of her purse was her daughter's keys to her Mazda 3. Mm. So they called and they're like, what's the best thing that we can do? And I'm like, well, we need to get you another key number one just in case you lose the other one because then it gets expensive. We'll do a key code erase, reprogram the two, and replace the door lock cylinder because it comes with two new auxiliary keys. Ends up being the cheapest route instead of calling a locksmith, blah, 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 blah. Okay. For the Mazda 3s to get the, whether you're replacing the outer handle, the inner handle, the door lock cylinder, anything. You basically have to take apart the whole assembly. So the door lock cylinder to get to it. And I helped my text with because we wanted to have it move a little bit quicker. It's a long repair. I've just done so many helping the techs, like four or five of them. It kind of burns into your brain because it's so much of a pain in the ass. So I walk out to help my tech, Freddie. And you have to take off the door panel. Hi, Freddie. Hi, Freddie. Hi, Freddie. You take off the door panel to get inside. You have to undo the inner door handle. You have to remove two of the springs to get it to back away from the door. You then undo two tension uh, screws that back it out. Then you can snap the front door handle loose. You then unplug all the wires. You, and I'll need the tech term here, the actual latch. The latch. The just the latch. Yeah, just, okay. the latch. So just the latch. Well, there's locking. the latch and the striker. So it, Not oh, okay. the striker. The actual latch. Then you have to remove. The striker's the part like on the door. The it's bar. The, it's the hook that the latch yeah. goes into and secures <laughs> through. So. That's... Yes. yes. Yep. So you, you, <laughs> that thing. you then remove the latch, which then the actual door lock actuator backs out so that you can pull 
the uh, the door lock cylinder pin out. And then you can remove everything. And the front door handle comes apart. The inner door handle comes apart. And then you can back out the cylinder and then rinse and repeat in the other way around. That sounds like a pain in the dick. It is a pain yeah. in the dick. And the other thing is... And it is, pays 0.2. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, that, that pays three. Or we charge three hours. Oh. Point three. Well, I'm saying, yeah. If you're warranty, it's point three. Uh, it's close. It's point six. Yeah, that sounds right. It's horrible. I, you yeah. text are treated like shit. Just making a noise and then claim point eight of nine. I forget. <laughs> oh my god, not this again. Did you guys ever pay up? Huh? No, no one paid up. No, because we were one both of us wrong. Right. Oh, we made oh. a bet, in case you're new here, we made a bet about a specific labor op time, mm-hmm. what it paid, and we both got it wrong, yep. so we didn't owe anybody money. Okay, I'm glad we covered that, because I had that in my notes. Yeah. and then, we never actually figured out what, what the result was. And we then the, the, yeah, week before last. But the fun part is the door lock cylinder and where it sits inside of that whole inner door handle mechanism. Right. The age old term or saying of, you know, a uh, engineer will trip over a thousand virgins to fuck a tech. Oh yeah. Yeah. Big we're time here. So <laughs> I've never heard that. Oh, it's, We've it's, talked it's, about it it's before. quite common. It is quite common. So where it sits of course, you would think, okay, there's a tab somewhere that holds this into place. There's no hardware that it's screwed into or anything like that. There are two hidden tabs to back it out. And you have to have the thinnest, strongest piece of metal you can find to wedge it into this tiny little spot at the exact same time and then have a second person pull it out for what it to pop. What do you mean, like we need a bobby pin in this situation? No, stronger than that. Mm-hmm. Like... I don't know, uh, dental pick. I use, like, huge, I use like, yeah. small Allen keys or dental picks. Yeah, exactly. Like that, dental yeah. pick. So, and then of course, you know, to pop it back in, it's just nice you and smooth. Just snap, snap, and yeah. you're done. Right. Wait, are Allen keys the things you get from Ikea? Allen wrench. Uh, yes, yes. The shitty, yes. cheap ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that even when you're screwing something into wood, it still somehow manages to bend the tool. <laughs> <laughs> or strip it. I'm screwing this into balsa. Yeah. <laughs> I saw someone use a cutting wheel to like cut it. Oh, yeah, then, this was cool. Um, they put it in like the, what's it called? Like the chuck of the Chuck of the drill. drill. And then they just use their drill yeah. instead of doing it hand tight. But that's going to fucking crack the shitty ass particle well, board. It's funny the because they make tools for mm-hmm. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You don't have to well, cut apart things and put it in. they're trying to. Oh, the the DIY. Yeah. Well, the yeah. guy was saying, he's like, I only buy my furniture from Ikea. Sooner or later, I'm going to have one of every single size. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so that was, that's my, well this done. week helping my yeah. tech. Good work. Very well good. Done. Good, well good done. for you. Good for you, buddy. Who knew that taking See? a handle off. Exactly, would be a two-man job. Mm-hmm. I'd I'd rather replace a head. Oh, I watch um, I watch my text do that. I'd much rather do that than that stupid can, handle. I don't, I don't want to do anything in the car. I'll do any. I'll work on a diesel engine again. I don't care. I, I'll do anything except work in, inside the car. That's Y'all heard it officially head. here on the podcast. I'm yep. gonna remember that. Well, he said he'd do no. diesel again. Yep, he did. I it's would, but I don't have to. He's coming for you. Mm-hmm. No, no. Wait, who's uh, phrasing. Oh, <laughs> phrasing. Whoa. Not yet. Too many pages away. Not yet, but I'm, I'm not there yet. Um, but anyway, so uh, we have a very funny customer states uh, <laughs> to to start off or to continue with, uh, continue. with the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had one where the appointment says, you know, they they're in for an oil change. It's 2019 Ranger, right? Okay. Brand new vehicle. 
They're in for yeah. just a standard oil change. And then the line after the, on the appointment reservation page, the line after the oil change said, um, while technician has vehicle, can they inspect and adjust, uh, adjust the valve lash? Excuse me. <laughs> Please. Wait, you're kidding. Cool story, bro. Wait. Yeah. You're joking. You got to elaborate. I don't know what that means. <sighs> okay. So, 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 sorry. so it's not a Honda for one. Okay. Valve lash. What the, what the customer is talking about is back in the day of, of old vehicles. Get comfy, you guys. Yeah. Back in the day of old vehicles, we have what's called a um, camshaft and okay. sometimes a push rod, a lifter, a rocker arm, and then it actuates a valve and the valve okay. is either an intake valve or an exhaust valve. And allows either intake air and fuel to come into the cylinder or allow exhaust spent stuff to, get, to leave the cylinder, right? Okay. So what the customer is talking about is there used to be, I mean, you can still do it, but it's not an so on-the-fly thing. There, there used to be a way like to adjust, adjust the ratio. a lash. Most, most vehicles have either a rocker follower system or a hydraulic lash adjuster. Okay. So there isn't really much to adjust unless you're setting up a brand new cylinder head for like a, you know, uh, you're changing the, the buckets, what they call them for the, the, the tops of the, of the um, springs on, on the valves and stuff like that. <clears throat> Doesn't happen in modern engines. There, there is no adjustment what the customer's talking about. I never got a chance to see the customer. I'm assuming the guy was maybe 80 years old and was thinking back to his Model T days yeah. where every three seconds you had to take the valve cover off and adjust stuff. <laughs> it doesn't happen on these new cars. You still have to do that in Hondas. In their current vehicles, you still have to do valve adjustments. That's why I don't own, own Hondas. Wait, you, you did Hondas, didn't you? Or no? no. They make a hell no. of a long okay. model. No, never. Yeah. <laughs> I had a Honda, but... I used to have a Civic SL. I mean, and I've seen I've seen more modern engines where you know there's a little like screw type mechanism that you can adjust for for things like that or whatever. But uh, in our Ford vehicles, there's no there's no really adjusting that stuff anymore. No. Hmm. This is an '87 Honda. How dare you? And it's also not included in your you know nine dollar oil change. Yeah, what change. the hell? Right. Right. Like, taking off the, the valve oil. cover and tearing your engine apart to adjust <laughs> something that's not even possible. That's covered so, in the yeah. poor. That's that not warranty. Right? Yeah. <laughs> the, poor, the person who took that appointment needs to be educated. Well, you know what? It's it's not it's Hi, not Allie. the appointment person's <laughs> problem. Oh. They have to write down what the customer says. It's the service advisor if they get the chance to let the customer know, oh, set the God. expectations of. That's all fine and well. That's not included in our regular oil change and tire rotation service, lube oil filter service. And the bonus part is. You don't need one. You, there is, yeah, there is like nothing to adjust. Did you so. know that that's what <clears throat> LOF stands for, Ellie? Lube oil filter. Yes. Well done. That's Good what I have girl. written up there. Yeah, I oh. know. Yeah. I was asking didn't her. We, just didn't she we knew actually what it do this on another episode? And we I might didn't have, know but what it meant. information. And I remember, you Loft. guys, Loft. I remembered. So there you go. You know what CEL stands for? Check engine light. Okay. Good job. <laughs> What about actually when I first okay what so about I mil, started mil multi mul, wait multifunction indicator light no M multi indicator uh, 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 multiple 
education <laughs> to lubrication. It's related to the check engine. I know light. it's the check engine light, but I'm trying to remember. Mal. Like, Mil. Mal. Malfunction Mil. indicator light. There, there you go. go. What did I say at first? He kept saying mal. I was like, no. Malfunction. Mil. It's not mal. Okay. Malfunction. Because I was going to yeah. say, that's what ABS. it used to be. Like, everyone would write M-I-L light on. Yeah, or C-E-L or whatever. But yeah. later, like, over the past, I don't know, within the past few years, I've started seeing CEL. I've never seen that before, mm-hmm. like the past three years. ABS. Um. Yeah. We're not going to go through every no, single ABS, acronym. No, I know what it means, but I feel really like on the spot right now. Yeah. It's, it's okay. You don't have system. to answer that. It's the anti-lock braking anti-lock system. Fuck. It was on the top of your, I could see it coming out of your mouth. I know what it means. <laughs> you're, you're fine. I know what it means, I knew, guys. I knew that you know what it means. Mm. And that's You're what I appreciate me look about you. Dumber than I am. At least she used ER. Hey, the episode's still early. Jake's gonna get his. Don't worry. What happened? <laughs> I said the episode's still early. Jake's gonna get his. Oh, Jake of got course. called out the other day. Oh, he did, did get called out. Where? He got called out on um, a Facebook message. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, oh. to be fair. Oh, you did. To, to be, be fair. fair. To be fair. <laughs> nice. Sorry. Lady. Yeah, that was Hashtag about the water pumps in the Mazda's. yeah you know what i might as well get that clear now we, since we're we here bring that up so it is i was not saying that they are unserviceable right i am saying, saying that, that we shall not service them here right, right. <laughs> thou shalt not service yeah, thou here. shall not service obviously you can service them. who yes, was that of course. do you guys remember who that was oh Brand- i do Br- who was it I believe it was Steve. It was Steve. Steve. Was it Steve? I think. Oh, I don't, was it Steve? I don't, I don't think know it was it, Steve. I'm going to look it up okay, while you guys keep going. Okay, someone look it up. So, anyway, <laughs> we have, we have the, the next subject up here while everybody's scrambling on their cell phones. Ah, yes. This one was something that I had. <laughs> oh. Yeah. There, there's... Jake and I were actually talking about this today. Okay. And? So... It's the whole issue with a customer coming in and talking about very specific issues wrong with their car. Like only when I go to the post office on Main Street at a 45 degree angle over the parking lot dip do I hear a weird noise in my car. Was that my service manager? Because we totally did that with her. It was it was Adam Mosher. Adam Mosher. Adam. Adam called. Oh, oh, there you go. Adam. Adam. Thank you, Adam. Thanks, Thank you for Adam. writing in. Even if you're calling us out, we appreciate your feedback. Oh, please. What is I, this I, calling I, us out bullshit? He called me out. I was hey, trying. I got, I got like, called I out for my we, diode. I thought we succeeded oh, and failed yeah, as a team. Yeah, but that helped you. <laughs> Being oh, called it, out for that diode helped you not order another kit. Then that's the whole reason why I say that if you get a recheck in the shop or or you make a mistake or something like that, you need to be made aware of it so that that way you can learn from that experience. Yeah. I learned again. something when I made a mistake. It was great. I love that shit. Yep. If somebody out there, there's a ton of people out there that are smarter and better than me. Please show me what you know so that I can become teach you. Teach me. Yeah, teach don't, me. Exactly. Don't get mad about it. Take get it. Get glad and learn from yeah, it. Get Hell glad yeah. about it yep. and learn from it. And I love move watching on. other people work. Like, yep. you know, when we get something done around the house, like, oh, like a big electrical job or something way. like that, you know, I love watching people work and, you know, learning little tricks and things here and picking their brains. I wish people would do that more often. I mean, not your average customer. I don't want the customer staring over my shoulder, but, yep. you know, you know. So, so you guys know what we're talking about, like those very specific problems that only on a rainy happen. day on a Tuesday going 50 miles per hour down this road when I hit this particular pothole. 
My car makes this really weird but noise. But it never makes that noise any other time. But it is a concern to me. So it's it's the whole thing of where you have people that come in with this and they're like, well, I what's wrong with my car? It's fucking you. You are what's wrong with that's the a fucking you problem. Car. That's not a car problem. Correct. Yeah. And it, it, and like Ali said, it's like you know the people really truly think that it's an issue with their car, but those particular drivers or owners really can't get it through their heads where it's like, you answered your own question. You gave me seven to eight specific things that have to be perfect for this car to make the noise. Besides that, it's completely fine. So you just happen to find that one situation, it makes a noise you don't like. There is no fix, period. So that I actually have a story that happened to me today. Please. So don't let me don't let me forget. If, go, no, go ahead and finish. Please that continue. Well, I mean, there was the issue. Did I? I feel like I talked about this on the podcast. There was an issue where a customer had stated that w- under certain driving conditions, the the suspension gets really really loose and like wobbly. And okay, how fast and, are you going? One hundred and twenty on the gravel road. That was like yeah. That was like because degrees. really you had when she showed up when it was wet outside. It, Okay, was it that one? And then anyways, they end up like doing a test drive and they couldn't duplicate it. And then the customer ends up like jerking the wheel back and forth. In what situation are you doing that? And they're like, this is not. That was the fusion. Yeah, this is not an issue. This is not normal driving conditions. Moving on. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't don't do that. How about just don't don't do that. And your riff. (laughs) So. We had a, a customer, and this actually involves, <coughs> excuse me, involves Eric. Um, the vehicle was in a front end collision, uh, hit on the right side, and the axle popped out and did some other damage to the subframe and stuff. So oh, that one, the edge. So yeah. it was at our dealership, and we replaced the subframe and like a control <laughs> arm and the, the axle and like all that kind of stuff. And released the vehicle back to the customer, and everything's all gravy except for the fact that the check engine light came on. Well, it turns out that one of the um, Temperature sensors for the power transfer unit wasn't plugged back in. Big deal. We, we cleared the code, returned it back to the, to the body shop, body shop returned to the customer. Customer has been back every couple months complaining about something with the transmission. Something with the transmission. The transmission doesn't feel right. It's, it's jerky. It's herky-jerky, blah, blah, blah. I road tested it two, two, at least two or three times since the accident occurred and never able to duplicate anything. So finally the customer comes down. With, uh, today, like with, all with different conditions, and- all different conditions, and couldn't really explain here or there. It's just all the time, it, it's it's jerky. Well, when I drive it, and every time I drive it, it's at a minimum of ten or eleven miles. You know, sometimes it'll be two road tests of that, so it's twenty twenty two miles that I'm putting on these cars. If something's going to happen, it's going to happen during that time. I do all, all these different driving scenarios. So anyway, so the customer comes down with I don't know if it was their boyfriend or their advisor or whatever significant other so uh customer comes down today and um we go out for a ride and so it's me and the two of them in the vehicle and um we start off with the road test of like you know so how do i you know what's the best way to duplicate it well it happens on city streets and happens on the freeway like okay so you know explain everywhere explain to me (laughs) explain to me she's like well when i'm high and i'm driving on the city streets hold on when you're what hold on hold on (laughs) I heard you're not using your papers to write stories, but to roll doobies. <laughs> so she says Rest to me word for word funny. that when she's high, 
She drives really calm Hi. and chill. And she drives, <laughs> she accelerates super easy and drives under the speed yeah, limit. But when a, she's sober and she's on the freeway, she goes between 80 and 100 miles an hour at all times, weaving in and out through traffic. Oh, okay. She admitted this to you? Yes. And I said, well, I can't duplicate either of those because I have to drive within the speed limit and drive reasonably with traffic. I cannot break the law to diagnose your vehicle. And so, again, that was kind of a red flag to me of like, okay, well, maybe it's something that you're inducing into the car. And I started talking about the adaptive learning and stuff because every single time I drive this car, it drives fine. And again, like I tell these people, if there's something wrong with your car, I'm going to fix it because that's how I make my money. I don't make my money road testing with you for nothing. I'm road testing with you hoping that there's something wrong with the car. I'm going to try and find something wrong with the car, even if you don't know, find something that's wrong with it. Right. So anyway, so we're going through the road test and nothing's happening, obviously. And she keeps asking me about this and that. And her, you know, guy friend or whatever that's in the front seat with me is trying to like explain to her what I'm saying, even though I said it in very plain English, but he's probably not saying it as the car, the car smelt heavily of a certain substance and Diablo Lechuga. Yeah. All I could, all I could hear was them (laughs) chewing, chewing like frantically on gum and it was driving me nuts. But anyway, so we go through the road test and as she's, as she's talking to me, she's telling me, well, yeah, so, you know, I drive this way in one way and this way in the other way. And I said, listen, you're driving at the two exact polar opposites of the driving spectrum. Your car has no, you know, adaptive learning, blah, blah, blah. Your car has no idea what it's supposed to be doing. So that's one thing you're, you're messing with the vehicle. And I tried to explain to them. I said, the car's driving perfectly now, but if I drove like an a-hole and like two footed, you know, brake and gas at the same time and like drove like right. that all the way back to the dealership, you would think that the transmission was blown up because it's just learned to drive like that. And then she starts telling me that there's three other people that drive the vehicle as well. Three completely different driving profiles that drive the vehicle throughout all different times. So essentially what you have here is five different people, including her two different driving habits. So I told her, it's like, basically you're driving a rental car. This, this, there's no way that this vehicle is going to be able to do anything properly. And I tried to explain to her, I said, most of the time when people complain about this, we have this procedure that we can go through and we can set what's called the uh, uh, adaptive tables in the transmission, clear that strategy out, do what's called the adaptive drive cycle. And kind of help it's like the vehicle a base settings type of thing. Yeah, get it back to its its normal as, thing. Not, as built down. Yeah, not not its you know new learned driving habits. And you know she they it's they, like factory resetting your phone exactly. <laughs> and you know they seem kind of appeased with that because I still didn't you know. And every single time you know we accelerate somewhere, she's like, "Oh, see, did you feel that?" I'm like, "No." No, I felt the car driving. She clearly was high this time. She was high. Yeah, she tried to uh, tip me with drugs, and I had to say no. Did she really? Yeah, yeah, I had to say no. Um, Say no to drugs, kids. Say no to drugs. Hashtag settle bell. Um, it's still a DWI, DUI if you're smoking legal weed. Listen, yeah, now, I, if you were 21 and over, you can do whatever you want. No, you cannot smoke if, your car. No, while, not. Wait, you can't. Oh, God. Drive don't your smoke your car. Don't do not smoke your car. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. No, I'm saying if you're 21 and over, Is never, like never drink and drive, smoke and drive. But if you're 21, <laughs> do it at your house. I've told you that I've had to take like paraphernalia and substances out of cars before I'll go road yep. test them on the, on, the, on the road. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, there, there's, uh, I told you about the Mustang where there's the wooden vaporizer box and a cup full of of not burnt weed and a cup full of burnt weed in the in the cup holders in the center console. It's like two ounces of weed here and a vaporizer. Uh, and I cannot go drive it, yeah. this car. No. And it's reeks of weed. Like, no, get out of here. That's like uh this was clean your cars out, people, yeah, please. This, please. 
please. This was months ago Take that this your happened. Firearms out of your vehicle too, yeah. please. Yeah, if you, as Amy stated, if you guys yeah. remember this story, it's a customer that we have every once in a while that shows up, and he's always got a big old cup of wine in his door. What? Cup of wine? Excuse me. <laughs> okay, like so maybe in a solo so cup? so maybe I haven't told this. No, I'm talking like big gulp. So there, how do you know it's wine? Do you give it a little sniffer? Because he reeks of alcohol, number one, and he loves talking about how he always has his cup <clears> of wine <throat> while he drives. That's terrible. Yes, it is. That's illegal. It is illegal. Also, so I feel like we have an obligation to be like, you know what? Not our place. If you want to be stupid. That person could kill someone. I realize that. And it has been noted and the customer has been told that he shouldn't. But we have been told not to intervene. That's an interesting. So he, no loners. Oh, of course not. So either way, a few months back, this guy comes in and sure enough, he's got like his big gulp of his favorite cheap red wine in a box. Hi, Sam. Hi, Sam. And, uh, <laughs> and he, it was making a noise and we had to test drive it. And he left. Ooh, secondary pop. Um, yes. He left the cup in the door, and it, it was me and my tech that were driving it, and he wanted me to drive because it was a noise that was on the passenger side, so he wanted to listen while somebody else drove. And, of course, he didn't want the customer to be driving. Totally fine. So I dumped out the dude's giant glass yeah. of wine. Yeah. and went, Or bottle or, you know, cup of wine. Yeah, you can't. And we brought it back. If ba you get pulled over, Bingo. then you're you've been driving with an open container. Bingo. So I dump it out. Do the test drive. We figure out what it was. It gets fixed, and we bring you it back. You didn't like just and set the, it out of the car, no, so that way he no, didn't get pissed off. No, that you no because his I did, no because because yeah. I didn't even give a shit, and that's exactly yeah. it. Screw that fucking guy. I'm pouring out your wine. You shouldn't be doing this in the first place. Right. So even though I couldn't intervene, so to speak, yeah, I still poured out his fucking wine. Right. I had a perfect excuse, and sure enough, he gets into his car, and you know, first thing he grabs for Dang, is his, my wine? and he goes, he walks back, and he's like. Who drank my wine? We're like, dude, nobody drank your damn wine. We took your car for a test drive and I poured it out. And he's like, why? It was good wine. It was like, it was a confused mad. Straight up, he looked yeah. at me like, that was good wine, man. Why didn't you just fucking drink it? Like, like, logically, he didn't understand why you would have gotten rid of his good wine. Exactly. See, the addict way of thinking. I was kidding. No shit. And... His but, arteries must be clear, clean and clear. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and before we go to break, because we are getting a little close, the sp staying on things where people don't understand, like, why can't drink and drive? I do this particular thing, and, you know, it. my car only makes a noise with this. Same thing that I hear all the time that drives me crazy is, why isn't my one car that has this problem the exact same as my other car? You mean the car from the other manufacturer, the other it's totally why, completely different why type of vehicle? My Mazda does this, why do but my how Mazda come my Lexus doesn't? But my Cadillac what? breaks. Why are, what? why are apples red, but oranges are orange? Yeah, it's like, what? Do you hear yeah. yourself? Well, what do, you, what do you mean? Why is it different? Well, my Mazda does this when I drive it, and my Lexus does this when I drive it. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. You're growing up so fast to notice these things. And it, it 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 baffles me how much I get asked that all the time. Well, I owned a Subaru and it never did that. And now that I own the Mazda, it does. It's a different fucking car, you numbnut. What the fuck? I, I had somebody complain about that with, and again, no joke. I mean, people talk about this all the time as like a joke, but... They were complaining about the transmission being jerky. Mm -hmm. And their last car was a CVT. Ah. Uh, 
Was it teriyaki or what was the flavor? <laughs> I think it was a Honda actually, but um, yeah. Uh, and so is that a thing? I don't know what that means. Terry, it's a it's, Korean, barbecue Korean barbecue. Korean barbecue. No, I love bulgogi. It's yeah, so me good. too. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll get you some. You thank you. I, I do appreciate that. I'm actually kind of hungry. We get you some. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's it's crazy. People will think like, well, you know, the reception in my you know in my Mercedes uh, is is fantastic on these stations, but in you know my Fiesta, it's you know terrible. <laughs> I, and you, I'm sure. And, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. I and you look I at them. Bet you it's horrible. And you look at them with a straight face, and you want to ask them, "How were you the fastest sperm? Who did you have to be to, to be out to, to Yeah, to exactly. Get here? And if you have a Mercedes, why is a Fiesta your daily? Right. right. Exactly. Come on. Okay. I just needed to get that off my chest. But I heard the keys. Wait, what was this about the lateness this lady before we go? Oh, um, that's kind of a longer story. We can get to that uh, after um, the break. Uh, yeah, after the break oh, or next week I or whatever. It's okay. I had to drive a Tiguan to pick up food on Valentine's Day because the owner of our dealership so graciously bought us all food. So I went to go pick it up from a BJ's. Mm, BJ's. Yes. Nice. Not a blowjob. No, I thought you got it from Firestone. No, we usually get Stonefire. Stonefire. Sorry. Fire. You see my service advisor yeah. brain going, oh, fucking Firestone. Um, and I have never driven a Tiguan before. I hate VWs so and fucking much. I am not used to the way those shift. The transmission yeah. in the Tiguan, the like first and second gears are like super short. Yeah. So like as you're accelerating, it's like. And also. The brakes are that made me think of like this car is not like my car. Yeah. It is yeah. different. The brakes are way too touchy in those goddamn things too. Oh, and it had the start thing, the start auto stop. The, the auto start. I'm not start a fan stop. of that. I learned how to I shut it those. off though. You should you should try the new Ranger brakes. Oh, I'd oh, love seriously. To. Okay, by weight. Very long pedal travel. Okay, so. Oh. Wait. Is that beneficial or not beneficial? It's to you? not. It's neither. It's just. It, it's just it drives me nuts when I get in a car that it's, has excessive pedal travel. I'm like, why the hell do I have to push pedal so well, far for the brakes to engage? Just character. That's right. really not fun when you have high heels on. By the way, you have to like. <laughs> oh, I know. The same thing happens to me. I know. Yeah. And before you send it out, Mikey, I speaking of the automatic start stop, I found out recently that you guys actually will do an uninstall of that automatic start stop. Nope. On your, you can do that by yourself. No. You can oh. buy uh, what they call four scan they have different programmers gotcha um, out there four scan oh, sorry i misunderheard yeah, four scan. Uh, I misunderheard oh, you. we will we can legally not do that oh, legally we are not allowed to do that really because a friend of a friend that works at a ford dealership in tennessee they charge well, he I know eats a lot of... with the mechanics huh? <laughs> no 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 no, no, no. i know not, a lot of ford techs that have four scan at the dealer yeah and they a lot of techs software. do have four scan at the dealer well no no, no not... he he personally didn't do it oh. or didn't get it done they charge on the msrp sticker there's yeah. a 50 dollars charge to have that removed i was under the impression uh, that you're not legally allowed to do that that's what i had always been maybe told maybe it's here and not in tennessee that could be yeah well also that's that's you're true. the only 10 i see oh Thank you. we're gonna go to break bye everybody we got to thank our sponsors. Yes. We're, yeah, we're going to go thank our sponsors. And um, this we, week we get to thank Norm as a sponsor. Yes. Thank you, Norm. <laughs> thank you, Travis. Thank you, Ray Moon. Thank you, These Nick Lowridge. Expensive. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, a pop. Oh, yeah. hey, Raymoon, that was uh, super dope seeing that post of your little man uh, cleaning up the restaurant and starting his working Aww. career. Oh, yeah. Yep. Teach them while they're young the yep. value of a hard, uh, hard-earned dollar. Yep. Um, anyway, so we're going to go to break. Speaking of a hard-earned dollar. We're going to go make ours. Yep. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. I'm not saying it anymore. Me amor. Two amor. Trace amor. Joe some more? I love you. <laughs> Hi. Mike Sarah here from Customer States. If you're searching for the highest quality additives, lubricants, or cleaners for your automotive, heavy equipment, agricultural, or industrial machinery needs, look no further than the Justice Brothers line of products. From lubing your chainsaw, performing a complete fuel system treatment and decarb service on a customer's vehicle, keeping that forklift forking and lifting, or just need a can of that famous JB80 penetrant to persuade a rusty bolt, Justice Brothers has you covered. Travis Ferris of Hit Distributing is not only Southern California's authorized Justice Brothers distributor, but also a great friend of mine. Over the years, Travis has helped me and my dealership with anything and everything we need, including all the lines of Justice Brothers products and even equipment to perform the various services we may need for our specific application. HIT stands for Honesty, Integrity, and Trust, so you know when you contact Travis, that's exactly what you'll get. That, combined with Justice Brothers supplying superior quality automotive products since the 1940s and 75 years in the racing industry, you will have absolutely everything at your disposal to get the job done. Justice Brothers is proudly made in the USA, and they have a satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Justice Brothers has the best quality products over any other competitor, and they'll gladly tell you that themselves. If you live in the Southern California area, call my man, Travis Ferris, at 805-208-7818. And if you don't, call him anyway and tell him I said thanks. And visit justicebrothers.com to learn more about their complete line of products. Justice Brothers, America's brand for quality. And we're you back. Can't, you can't do that. We are back. It's, I'm pretty sure you just like violated a treaty. <laughs> hey guys, guess what? It's the, the Geneva on. Convention. It's a what? The lights are on. The lights, the lights are, are on. on. Holy the crap. lights are on. Thank you so much to all of our sponsors. Oh, good thing they paid all the bills. I know. For our Travis life. Ferris. Nick Lowridge, Ray Moon, Ray Moon, and Norman Glacier. I'm oh, sorry, Ray Mooned. <laughs> yeah, Ray Mooned <laughs> and Norman Glacier. Thank you guys. On that note, we need to pop it. These are for you guys. Woo! Pop it. Cheers. Pop, pop it. Ah. A pop a um I sipped that one like a lady. I didn't slurp it. Mm. Oh. I know some guys oh, like to hear again. the slipping noise. No, not the slipping. Do the the other noise. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, that was too super gay. Um, gay. <laughs> gay. Sorry. We're back here doing podcast things. Yes. Hello to all of our listeners. Hello. Again, thank you for sticking with us through this. And they thank you if you've just joined us. Go yes. cars. Welcome to the party. And ciao. We're gonna start it off. <laughs> We're gonna start off the second half with my you, story. How about you assist me with that? Kicking off, and uh, that would have been good for last week. Well, so this week I had to kick out a quote-unquote customer. That's unusual for you. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I was being schizzyastic, as my niece would say when she was so, a little one. 
so I, I learned something new about the dealership so this week. Cute. And um, essentially what had happened was I get to the dealership in early in the morning and I go and I unlock the whole dealership, which at this point included the um, showroom. So I'm unlocking all the doors in the showroom. And as I come back up from doing my rounds around the dealership to go put, you know, keys back and things like that. One of the service advisors says, Hey, as soon as you open up the showroom, some guy came in through the showroom entrance and just sat down in the customer lounge and like started charging his phone. <laughs> like, do you mind, do you mind going to go check out what that's about? I said, like a fucking teen at the airport. Yeah. I'm like, are, like, are you serious right now? Like, uh, like a teen. At okay. The well, how come you didn't tell me immediately yeah, after this happened? Cause right. it was like 15 minutes later that I came back up there. Jeez. Said okay, because you know, and they're saying, "Why like, is this your problem?" <laughs> Mike's like, "Yeah, the, about, yeah that. about that, exactly." Well, uh, first of all, yes, I am about that security and all that kind of stuff. Would you take a GM position if they offered it to you? General like, we manager? want you to be general yes. manager. Never turn a wrench again in your life. Oh yeah, I mean, like, I don't want to turn wrenches, but I, I thought you meant like security. Like, I love that. No, 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 oh. like actual GM. I'd, I'd be a security guard for sure. But um, <laughs> you'd make so much the more money doing what you're doing now. GMs can make a fuck ton of money. Yeah. No, I'm Six talking figures, about security. At least. If somebody thinks that I'm qualified or wants to take the time to train me to do such positions, then yes, I, I would be more I, than happy to. If I had a dealership, I'd hire you the fuck as my GM. <laughs> Thanks. And I er- can't wait to work for Rikus Automotive. Yeah. <laughs> and Eric would be my personal liaison. Sexitary. Sexitary. Okay, anyway. Yes. The tangents. <laughs> tangents. They're, they're progressing already. I don't think already. I work there. <laughs> you're Sorry, you're bitch. the co-owner. Aww. <laughs> So you so, get to sit home That's right. I get half of everything. <laughs> Sorry, Mike, please. So I walk into the customer lounge and I greet the, the customer and I say, good morning. Um, you know, because uh, the, the service drive's not even open yet. And we have a customer sitting in the service lounge. So like, yeah. obviously there's an issue, right? What, what time is this? Sorry to interrupt. Uh, Probably pre seven o'clock. Yeah, six, pre seven. Six, oh. 51 okay. or something like that. Like well early yeah. into the morning yes Abby. Okay. what time do you guys open the service yeah. drive officially opens at seven o'clock okay. the sales department does not open until nine eight or eight thirty or nine o'clock yeah. whenever the salesman decide to get there um, but i had always opened up the showroom early just because that was what i was told to do when i did my rounds okay um so i i'm talking to the customer he's oh i'm here for the sales department i said well the sales department doesn't open until eight or eight thirty eight nine o'clock there's not gonna be anybody that's gonna be here to help you you know to help you you might as well go hang out somewhere else for a little bit. Like there's, there's nothing to do here. Like, yeah. w- like we're not even open yet. Um, he's like, Oh, well, you know, uh, I just want to buy a car. I'm like, okay, well, you know, that's all good. And well, you know, what salesman were you working with? Oh, you know, I, I don't remember his name. It was one of the, one of the young guys that said, well, every guy here is about 18 years yeah. old. So, <laughs> so which, which young guy was it? Well, I mean, he wasn't 18. He was about 40. I said, okay. <laughs> okay. Guy. okay. So, uh, you know, where, where, where were you, what was he helping you? So he walks me up to the showroom, which again is dark because there's no lights on because nobody's there. So we walk into the showroom and he's pointing to this, what we call the sales tower. And it's where they have their meetings and, you know, the executives talk about what numbers and things. And he's pointing to one of the chairs and said, well, there's about four different people that sit in that chair throughout the day. Oh, no, it was that guy. He, he deals with all the numbers. I said, yeah, again, it was four people there. And, you know, I, I'm only trying to help him. Like, if, if you want to buy a car, what was your guy's name? At least that way I can tell the first guy that gets in here, hey, let so-and-so know that so-and-so is here for him, right. you know, to try mm-hmm. and get things accelerated. He's like, well, you know, I, I don't remember his name, blah, blah, blah. Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll show you the car that I want. 
So he walks me clear across the lot. You know, we, we walk, finally we walk out of like the showroom, uh-huh. you know, the, the seal up right. showroom and walks me clear across the lot to the used car section. And in the used car section, there's a really fancy uh, GT Mustang out there, 50 something thousand dollar Mustang okay. out there. And he said, this yeah, is yeah. the one I want. And I said, well, that, you know, it's a beautiful car. Uh, you've done your research. It's a great car, blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, I'm going to get this one today. And then uh, there's, a, there's a couple other dealerships that I'm going to buy car. Today's my car buying day. And he's telling me how he's going to buy all these cars. I said, the wholesaler or something? So I said, that it sounds like a very exciting day. You can go down and see if the other <laughs> dealerships. Nice, yeah. <laughs> you, I said, you know, you're more than welcome to go down and see if the other dealerships have, you know, the salesmen there. Maybe they, they can help you out while our guys are getting here and getting your paperwork ready and stuff like that. Or, you know, you're more than welcome to go have a seat in your car and, you know, just wait for us to open up he said well i didn't i don't have a car i didn't take a car down here i said well i mean okay what do you mean he's like well i know i rode the bus down here i said you gotta go <sighs> bye okay. um please so, know for the record that i'm stri- stroking my non-existent and again i'm not trying to judge there's people, some hair there but typically if I you're going to be walking the auto mall and buying many many cars um you know you're going to you, you know you're going to be having some money and you're going to be having another vehicle um, so I, I don't quite understand what this guy was getting at, but however, when I got to that point in the conversation, I said, okay, well, again, there's nothing that I can do for you right now. Salespeople aren't going to be here for another hour, hour and a half, maybe two hours. So kindly fuck off. Please, you know, <laughs> please find somewhere else to hang out. We can't, you know, we can't have somebody here just yep. unattended. Um, and then at that point, we start walking back up towards the sales office because I have to go that way and he's just following me. And so once we get closer to the sales office, I kind of did the whole maneuver where I put myself in between the door to the shop uh-huh. yeah. and where he is yeah. and kind of firmly again said a very nice goodbye and kind of Close set our ways out. And I, I waited up there until I saw him walk down the street. And I mean, it was very obvious what the guy was doing. Yeah. He was just chart looking for a place to hang out watch uh-huh. the news yeah charge your cell phone which is all good he would have well, gotten away with it if he didn't get there so early. if it weren't for those damn kids <laughs> um wow so, wait what was looking what was that? For, looking that was exciting looking for a free mooch <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. He, and you know well, it was cold and windy this morning like i and i agree and that's fine hey, but Mike, there, you can go i'm gonna buy street. four cars but I took the bus. You <laughs> right. can go across the street. You can to afford to buy four cars and hang out at McDonald's. And that's what we tell customers. There's yeah. Starbucks down the street. There's Did all we? these things. There's nobody here that can help you. We just can't have some hanging out. There's nobody up here to you know monitor stuff. We have sensitive customer information everywhere. Like it just right. yeah. can't, we, can't have it here. Sorry. We tell the customers all the time, you don't want to wait in our tiny little waiting room. Trust us. It's not fun here. We don't want you looking or breathing down our necks. There's a lovely Starbucks. That's a two-minute walk. Yep. You guys have a Starbucks that's that close? We sure do. Yeah. Go get yourself a mocha loca choco. <laughs> if you want to sit here and watch Fox News, be my guest. But yeah. I'd rather be anywhere else. Do they do that at your work too? That's like the. Not up in here. Not up in here. <laughs> we go to Vegas. Let's see the cop car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we always have those specific customers who are all like, "Is the TV still in the waiting room?" Yeah, no, we, we yanked it off the, the wall. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they're like, I hope the cooking channel's on. It's like, what the fuck? Who Actually, it's a scavenger hunt to find a TV set. Who comes in here at 7.45 and goes, ooh, I hope the cooking channel's on. I hope they got Guy Fieri on. I'm very proud of you. I want you to know. Welcome Why? to my kitchen, y'all. 
Fieri. Yeah, it's Fieri. It is Fieri. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) It's not Fieri. It's Fieri. Guy Fieri. I always thought it was pronounced fiery. Yeah. Guy fiery. Lock his attitude. A.A. Ron, how do you pronounce it? I want to know how A.A. Ron pronounces it. You know what, Mike? He doesn't pronounce it. He's better than that. Because you you thwarted a customer from doing something he shouldn't. I did not thwart a customer. (laughs) I did not thwart a customer. He wasn't a customer. customer. Sorry, you stopped stopped somebody from doing something they weren't supposed to. Well, who knows if he would have done something or if he just wanted a place to chill. I asked for a contact name, a phone number, anything. anything. Right. And he gave me, when, when I asked for his name, he paused and said, Tim. <laughs> and then I said, and I, and I got out one of my business cards. I said, okay, do you, like Tim, do you have a, a contact information? Anything that I can, that I get? Oh, no, 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 I'll be back. I'm going to go down over that way and check out the cars that I'm going to buy over there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye. Sure. So go e- ahead. either way, stopping somebody who isn't supposed to do something that they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. Got a topic for everybody. I'm not sure if you'll have a. An answer to this, Allie. I'll try my best. So, we'll lead into it. What have you caught customers doing that they shouldn't? Ooh, I've got a good one for that. So, this happened to me today. Oh, I have one. Oh, good. There we go. (laughs) But it's not that exciting. So, this happened to me today. So, I have a customer gotten to be real good buds with him. Just brought in his three Mazda 6s that he's owned. You know, his kid, his, and his wife's. I have another one. And we got to talking originally, and it's like, hey, I drive a Mazda 6. We clicked. Nice guy. Just simple as that. So he pulls up all randomly, walks in. He's like, Jake, hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? We'll call him, well, you know, we'll call him Tim. (laughs) And I'm like, hey, what's up, Tim? And uh, he's like, you know. Tamara. Tamara. And uh, he's like, you know, I feel like an idiot, but I need your help. He's like, somehow I've messed up my Bluetooth on my car. Of course, it's always Bluetooth. But at and, least he's like, I, right. you know, he, he started, I, I tried. Right. <laughs> done, fucked up. Right. And, yeah. he, and he also started off the conversation with saying, I know it's not my car. It's something that I've messed up in between. Like so, a setting. Right. So I go, yeah, no problem, man. So we go out to the car and he's in the service drive and I, I'm like, you hop in the driver's seat. I'll hop in the passenger side and I'm like, I'll help you out. So. I go in and I go straight to the settings in the screen, go over and check to see if there's even a device that is recognized in the actual Mazda itself. Sure enough, the phone is not stored in the car anymore. So somehow in between, I told him, look, Tim, it looks like your phone got deleted off of this or maybe in the process of you trying to repair, you may have deleted this old device, whatever the case may be. So I'm like, let me see your phone because we need to delete the Mazda off of your phone. We need to start from fresh because if we don't, it's just going to go into this perpetual loop and nobody's going to have fun. So I'm like, go ahead and unlock your phone for me, get to the settings and we'll go from there. So, you know, he types in his passcode and he swipes up and right there fucking triumphantly on his phone screen, (laughs) big old Pornhub letters and it is just uh, do you know? Well, you know video games. So Zelda, okay, the princess. Yeah. It is literally. <gasps> it's cartoon porn. It's cartoon porn. It is cartoon porn. It is Zelda with big old anime titties, and I won't go into too much detail, wow. but yeah, please, it, please, it is just please. rampant that. And I kind of like. I'm looking at his phone. I'm kind of doing the Did whole. Did you just side look at up. him and make eye contact? So, and was like. 
nice. No. So I do a little side eye thing, and you know he's doing the trying to the, get the red light. Oh my quick. god! Yeah, fucking yeah. close it. He's about ready to yeet that thing out the fucking uh, the windshield, <laughs> and he finally gets that closed. And you know when you're a guy and you kind of give this particular side eye look, it's like, yeah. look, man, it's cool. It's cool. I get it, but I'm like. Every single time you come in here now, yeah. you're going to look at me and I'm going to be like, ah. ah, ah, ah. But, you're the Zelda titty guy. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, it's funny because, you know, he tries to play it off. He's like, oh, yeah, I can't, can't find my settings. <laughs> and we get the. At least he doesn't like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna, what is this? Oh, my goddamn son was my using my phone again. Yeah. Damn pop up ads. <laughs> <laughs> so I get his Bluetooth set up and I'm like, hey, Tim. You have a good day, bud. <laughs> and you know, he just he goes, okay, thanks, Jake. And he <laughs> goes the door and he drives away. <laughs> so that was fucking hilarious. And it's like, you know what? No yuck on your yum, dude. It's fine. You're a guy. We're all adults. If you want to do that shit, no judgment. But it's always funny when you get caught in, you know, up in that whole thing. So right. it was fucking hilarious. Nice. You know what I just found is that this is a very customer heavy episode. It's not so much like technical it's a very customer heavy episode the beginning thing was a customer states thing yeah um we have the stories about um what's wrong with the car you as a customer uh, all those those sort of things it's and our listener mail is also a customer based story well this podcast is called customer, customer states, states. <laughs> 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 okay who wants to yes, do it who wants to go next you should, Allie. Okay, so, um, oh, go. You were making a point. Nope. Okay. Uh, uh, nope. So, nope. <laughs> no points. One, what? This was not that long ago, actually. So, Jake and I, we have like. In, this isn't the hippie guy again, the, is it? No, it's not the hippie guy. <laughs> it's not the guy who story. picked up the leaf. Yeah. And like said, "Thank you." <laughs> and then put it back on the floor. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I, want, I can think of it's a couple a, of yeah. things that's wrong with it's that. Well, it's, it's not hurting anybody, is what I'm saying. That you know of. <laughs> well, okay. Anyways. Okay, so this one's fucking gross, in my opinion. Also, keep in mind that this is recent, so this is, like, during, like, pretty good peak COVID time. <laughs> okay. Okay. Pretty good peak. <laughs> so Jake and I have like, a, That's me. there's a smoke spot where we all go. Oh, all God. the All <sighs> the coworkers all go. All the cool kids. And all the cool kids go and smoke. And it's like kind of tucked away so no customers are around. And behind our where dealership. We, where we smoke, Eric, yeah. when you come over. Yeah. Right. Eric comes and hangs out with us and smokes sometimes. But behind our dealership is, is that why like, Heavy Line is so backed up? Fuck you. No. Only on his lunch break. That's it. Or road test. <laughs> Sorry. And, Continue. Um, behind the dealership, right behind the Squirrel Superhighway, yep. is a bunch of apartment buildings. Yep. I'm not sure. There might be condos. Whatever. Whatever. And so, you know, Jake and I go smoke. Ugh. We we part ways. I remember, oh, I have something. I need to go, like, talk to his manager or whatever. So I mosey on back towards the Mazda side. And I see a person, like, kind of... <laughs> Dip down behind the cars where the smoke was, spot is. Was this the short little lady or the crackhead guy? No, because there's the two of lady. them. Okay, so, oh, I know the crackhead yes. guy that you're oh, talking Jesus. about. So there's two. And so that I see this like head bop down, and then I, so at this point I'm curious, and I'm kind right. of like waiting 
in like, an area where the person can't see me coming. Right. And I see them coming along and they have literally between each of their fingers a cigarette butt from the floor. Ew. That they've grabbed. What the fuck? And go back to the covered in sand and dirt and like to the filter just yeah. nasty yeah. Right. like oh. my lipstick on it or and whatever she, and she's sitting there just they're picking up butts. each one yes. they're picking up butts yeah. Ugh, right. god at least like okay i don't condone this at all but like my cousin yeah, went to canada and like cigarettes <laughs> are really really fucking expensive there and i where guess like are. what all Wait, the where? Canada. canada oh yeah canada and what all unless the you're like chance and you live on the uh reservation Resi. well resi cigs are yeah but mm-hmm. but so he said what all of the homeless people do there is they pick up the butts and then they take out the tobacco and they re-roll like at least fucking do that. Like right. my mouth was on. That's I don't still know. disgusting. It was yeah. Really, 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 I know really that, gross. I know that everybody can have hard times, and I get it. And I'm very fortunate to not be in that position. But she right. also looked at me like, "Why are you shame- judging me, bitch?" No, no. She was like shameful. I mean, like she did like a quick look and then like a look down. Refried and I was like, cigarettes oh. are gross no matter what. So yeah. I would have given her one. Yeah, if, if you need a cigarette that bad, just ask for one. To be fair. 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 Yeah, Mike, you get a round of Very applause. Nice. You were fucking I was on, on it. it. Balls <laughs> on. A broken clock is right twice a day. I, exactly. <laughs> uh, and don't you don't have to play it again, but to be fair. <laughs> to how be you fair. said... I would have given her one. That's like feeding a stray animal. They will come back. Yep. It's giving That's a personal true. owner. Well, you gave me it the first time. Oh my yeah. god! That was out of goodwill because <clears throat> it was the a, a super you know special circumstance. Blah blah. It's the same exact thing. Well, you gave it to me the first time. Yeah. You gave me a discount the first time. Uh-huh. You took the parts off of it the first time. Yeah. Anytime that that you that you give a goodwill thing, you know they expect it every time. They expect it every time. And again, you know, uh, people know me. I want to help people. Yeah. But if you take advantage of that, it's going to make me less likely to help you yep. in the future or want to help you in the future, even if I well, can't. Or when people go, oh, well, you give them a loaner. And they're like, oh, can you hook me up with a discount? I did. I gave you a $70 fucking a day loaner for free. And also, loan rentals cost so much money right now. It's, yeah, it's like fucking 250 ridiculous. But anyways, Eric. Yeah, we don't have any loaners right now. So we, we have like two. I'm a loaner. Oh, my God. No, you're not. I have a news story to share with you guys. Wait, Eric. When we're done. Yes, when Eric needs done. to tell his oh. what you caught a customer. But just help me remember. I will. Our customers, as you know, like to just mosey on to the back lot. Yep. Because that's, they can. Because clearly there's not a designation there's, between the where they should be and where they shouldn't be. There are many designations. Right. So they people walk back there all the time. And it I'm can't the, be everywhere at once. I'm the first person <laughs> usually to run up and say, uh, can I help you? You know, I'm usually, I'm nice about it. Yeah. I'm always nice about it. Yeah. But this one instance, there was a very nice raptor parked near my bay. And um, this... Clever girl. Middle Eastern gentleman... Um, was walking around it and then he start. he takes out his phone and he starts to take pictures of it and then I, he's looking <laughs> <laughs> then he's looking into the window on the inside and then he's trying to get in it and so i walk over i said can i help you oh hell no he's like no i was like is this your truck he's like no what I said, okay you can't be back here i said this isn't your truck so if you have a vehicle here you need to go ask somebody in the service office for help he's like no i just want to see this one 
I was like, well, it's a customer's car. I said, and you can't be back here taking pictures and you can't be back here in this area at all. You're going to need to go wait out front or ask one of the salesmen if there's a vehicle you want to see. And he just gives me this elevator look up and down, like really dirty look. What, like sizing you up or something? Kind yeah, of, yeah. Like this fucking right. guy. And so I stood I would there. I want to fuck with you. I stood <laughs> I wish you would. Uh, <laughs> Hold up. So <laughs> I stood there at the vehicle. And he just kept staring. He's like, I know where it's at. I'm like, okay, well, it's right this way. Mm -hmm. And I just gestured in the general direction. And he starts walking really slowly and looking back at me, flashing dirty looks as he has his phone out. And, um, Oh, you're, I'm gonna give you're, you such a bad Yelp review. <laughs> Eric's like on TikTok he was somewhere. FaceTiming. He was FaceTiming somebody. I remember he was FaceTiming. Is he a somebody. repo guy? No, he was just a, he was okay. probably trying somebody to who was trying something. to flaunt money yeah. around. Um, and so he eventually crosses the line back into the area where he's allowed to be. And I go into the service office and he follows me into the service office. And then he starts to get in my face and cussing me out huh? and like asking me who I think I am. And he just wants to see the car and blah, blah, blah. And this was also during a peak COVID time too. So I decided to use that as an excuse. I Can said, you please step back said, six you feet, need, please? I was like, you need to get out of this office unless you have a mask on. I told him. Um, because at this point he's getting irate and whatnot. I just mm -hmm. don't want him in there. Luckily there were no other customers in the office. And I kept telling him, I said, you need to leave. You need to leave right now. And he just kept going on and on and on. And Daniil came, uh, out into the office and she uses this. <laughs> I love when she does this. She's very, it's nice, passive mean. aggressive, nice, mean. passive aggressive, condescending, patronizing tone, you know, like oh okay really is that is that what happened like oh, oh my gosh okay <laughs> and she's ushering him out the door you know and he's just going on and on and she's like oh okay have a nice day and she closes the door as he walks out and he just kept mosing around the the stupid service drive and just oh my god i was livid uh -huh. i was fucking livid i was like i swear if she wasn't here right now i would have popped off <laughs> oh my god all the service advisors were I just staring wide-eyed yep yeah, but anyways, that was my interesting story. Mikey, what do you, do you have? One? One? Uh, an interesting story. Caught a a story that he's had several. I mean, the fucking the homeless person yeah. shit on your service. Oh drive. yeah, oh yeah, the homeless yeah. person. Okay. That was great. That was a good one. Yeah, um, <laughs> I was like, I don't know if we could beat that one. Did I talk about the transport truck driver that parked in our service drive and couldn't understand why he couldn't do that? No, no. no. Okay, so um, <clears throat> again, I get to the dealership very early in the morning. And I noticed that there's a transport truck parked in the service drive, which isn't necessarily a rare thing. In but the driveway? In the driveway, blocking the gate, which I put up all the signs on the gate. There are do not block. four or five signs that say, do not block the gate or else your vehicle will be towed. Right. It literally do not literally block. say that. I put the signs do up myself. Block. Okay. So I talk with the service advisor that's there first thing in the morning with me. And I say, hey, how long has this guy been here? He's been here ever since I got here and we got here at the same time. Okay. Well, let me keep an eye on it. So it comes around to opening time. It's like, you know, six, you know, 40 yeah. or so. And it's like, hey, nothing's moved. We got customers that are going to be starting to show up here. And they start, start lining up, up the at the gate. Drive. Yeah. They start lining up at the gate. We can't have this truck here. If you're trying to drop off vehicles here, that's one thing. But go out into the street where everybody else parks. There, there are, we, we are a, a square city block. Yeah. Go to any of the open parking spots or any of the open spots on the streets. People park semi trucks with the double decker. You yeah, know, all carriers. the time. 
all the time and unload vehicles. I hate that. Piss all I cannot be off. in the service drive. They piss all over. Let us me off go ahead and take six parking spots. Yeah. So so he asked me to go up there and talk to the guy. So I go up to the vehicle, I open up the gate and close the gate behind me and lock it and talk to the person in the vehicle. And there's nobody sitting in the vehicle. But the truck's running. Cool. So I kind of look in, <laughs> and I kind of look into the back seat because you know it's like a, a, a one of those transport trucks, right? It's yeah. just like a strip chassis, uh, a super duty truck, right? Fifth wheel, whatever. With the fifth yep. wheel attachment, yeah. all that stuff. And in the back of the truck is there's like a mattress in there, and there's some guy sleeping. So I, police style, you know. Did you get your flashlight and <laughs> no, tap I didn't it against have anything the window? With me. Right. I, I try not to be threatening. So I just very politely but firmly knock on the window to, you know, rouse the person and, yeah. you know, get them up, rouse, rouse, whatever, uh, get the person up and, and talk to them. So finally, there's some stirring in the vehicle and the guy kind of rolls down the window and he is a very, very muscular uh, tattooed <laughs> Russian or Ukrainian person. He gets out of the car and he's like three feet taller than you are. What yeah. do you want, tiny man with hat? So immediately, <laughs> immediately, my my mood doesn't change, but my tone kind of changes. I said, "Good morning. Hey, um, are you dropping cars off here with us this morning? If so, that's great." But you can't be parked in the service drive. What, 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 do, you, what do you mean I can't be parked in service drive? I, I do this all the time. I said. Listen, sir, I, I, yeah, I, Bro. I just, I just need to tell you that you can't be parked in the service drive. We have customers that are showing up right now. You're blocking the service drive. You can park anywhere else out on the street. So anyway, we go through this whole song and dance for f- about five minutes while the guy's trying to wake up and I feel bad. Like, you know, he's sleeping in his car. He's doing his job. That's all good and well, but you cannot you be parked in no, the service get drive. The fuck out of he here. didn't read English. He only reads Ruski or whatever. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. He only reads Ruski. <laughs> wow. So listen to me, man with hat. <laughs> so, so I tell him, I said, listen, I'll give you about five or 10 minutes bef- before, like, I'm going to come up here and tell you, you have to move right now. You know, wake up, mm-hmm. get your clothes on. Cause he was, Pretty much naked. I said, get your clothes on. You know, God damn it. Hey, where hey, was I? Hey, hey. What What do you think? Was he Was he all at? Jake earmuffs. <laughs> what, what I have. What I have. <laughs> so oh, wait, you I have, have earmuffs on? About, about the automotive podcast that we're. Would uh, I have wanted to see him, Mike? Uh, yeah, I mean, probably. Oh, Jesus. Um, so, you, anyway. Here you go, Mike. Have, have Mosin. Uh, so. I, I go back and I open up the rest of the shop and I do my thing. I turn my computers on, blah, blah, and I come back up because I got you know, I set my timer on my watch. Five minutes. I gave him, you know, five, ten minutes and I go up there and the truck hasn't moved. Fucker. So I tell the service advisor and I tell him, I said, hey, listen, if I'm not back in like five minutes or so. Call the police. Yeah, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> Call the Russian uh, embassy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I go out to the truck and I say, uh, and I knock on the window again. And he's still in the back seat. Oh, fuck. And I said, listen, listen, buddy. I was really nice the first time, but I have to ask you a little bit more firmly this time. Customer, you know, it's like 6.55 right now. Like, yeah. there are already you people need to pulling, leave him, pulling in around him. I said, you need to leave right now. You can literally pull out 15 feet into the middle of the street and, and do whatever you're doing right now. Nobody's going to bother you. They do it all the time. And I ex- again, explain to them, I'm like, there are semi trucks with the double decker transport, you know, trailers on them that park in the middle of the street all the time to unload vehicles. You are perfectly okay. And I'm telling you that right now, but you cannot be in my service drive. And he like kind of does the, and then opens up the back of the door, you know, the, 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 the back door of the cab yeah. Yeah. and gets out of the truck and 
steps down like as right. that, scene, than you. That, that scene out of Super I'm Troopers. I'm so you know, sorry that I Mr. stole that from yeah. you. So, so that really happened, and you know, I'm not, I'm not a tall person. You're not a short person. But, well, though. I'm not a short person either, but. This I'm ma- a short person. This man was taller than I was. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. <laughs> by, by by a good few Okay, inches. when you <laughs> stared straight at him, were you looking at his nipples? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't that tall. He, he had a couple inches on Okay, me. okay. But Plus, still, Americans will literally use anything but the metric system to judge <laughs> measurement. <laughs> still, still, he he was a, a much a, a man of much larger stature in general. Uh-huh. And I didn't want any problems. I said, How listen. How many centimeters tall was he? <laughs> Norman, I need your help. Where are you, bud? What's, what's the conversion rate? What's the square rate? Or never mind. Is it 2.2 kilos per pound or something? Yes. I, yeah, okay. Um, uh, good. I learned something. Um, anyway, uh, so yes. Bottom bottom of the line, as Jake would say, is uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh I was able to get him out of the service drive with no confrontation. There you go. Which is a win. A win. Yep. Because I don't ever want to be put in that situation no matter which way or what. Yep. And I, I'm, I'm always, what's the path of least resistance? Mm-hmm. Let's go down that route. Flow yeah. like water. Yeah. All, all about that zen. So we had a sleeping um, transport driver as oh, well yeah. at Nefton. I mean, it happens. Those guys work yeah, all the time. It happens. He in the street, parked, not in the service drive. He he was parked <laughs> like in the service drive. Oh shit! And he was sleeping, and John, one of our service riders, was playing Mr. Three Sixteen like, Muzak through the the PA system, <clears throat> like. To, to wake the guy up. And I was like, you're putting him to sleep. Where's that green river from Creed's Clearwater? This is like soothing, but it was very funny because I come to work and I hear like music through the, and I'm like, and I'm the only person upstairs and I'm like, oh what the God, fuck is happening? Fucking ghosts up here. <laughs> What's, I don't have a piece of paper, but we do have listener mail. Though. Yes, we do. You already jingled the jangles. I jingled okay. jangles because we're getting towards the end of the episode, and I wanted to cue everybody in. Okay. Am I allowed to there. mention He's him by name? You to shut up. Uh, yes, you can. Okay. Yeah. So this one is from Mr. Vidabush. <gasps> it's again not I how know. you say it, but <laughs> it's going to be great. Uh, it's, it's good either it's, way. It's Brady. So <laughs> thank you, Brady. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. thank you, Brady. <clears throat> Story time. Little long-winded, and it's probably funnier telling or seeing in person than over message, but customer comes in, I assume drunk, walks up to parts and asks about some stuff. Later he asks where the keys were or where the keys were to the old black truck that he sent a picture to y'all. Parts manager says, probably in the car, not thinking about it to begin with. So he walks off and on the way out, walks up behind our service manager and gives him a bear hug. Mind you, my manager doesn't know this guy. He then goes out into the shop and starts that old truck and romps on it and leaves. <laughs> At one point later in the day, he sees one of our parts runner girls and flags her down. Proceeds to tell her that she's thicker than a snicker and he likes it. <laughs> uh, and that he, and then he makes his way back to our Lubrax, which is three older Mexican guys. Calls one of one of them Mario and picks him up in a full frontal bear hug. Oh After that, I don't know where he went and I never saw him with a truck or anything. No one knew who he was. 
So that's just wow. like Eric's customer that was uh, uh, Eric's person that was trying to get in that Raptor. Again. Yeah. Damn, girl, you thicker than a snicker. Or the customer that I had. <laughs> Things would have gone very differently if you told me that. Yeah. The customer that I had that was fucking batshit crazy and was just calling <laughs> everybody. <laughs> Indeed, I do. Calling all the porters by name, but none of those were their names. Hey, Miguel. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's so nice. Like, my, my, she knows everyone. Jose. <laughs> What's up, Miguel? My right? name's yeah. Henry. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god short and sweet but that's fucking hilarious yeah yeah uh we love the interaction we do we truly we do love you guys truly like, this is amazing do. we truly please tell your friends word of mouth is what really spreads us because some people aren't on social meets and for the people that want to spread through the word of mouth method you can easily get in contact with us and find business cards that will be sent to you by providing us business your- cards your mailing address. Boy. It's very easy. Why don't you or just... Or P.O. Box. Yeah, or P.O. Box <laughs> if you want to be all secretive about it. Yeah. Um, so why don't you go ahead and contact us at um, customerstatespodcast at gmail.com. That's the best way to email us. Um, you can for also send us your voice memos there. Voice mm-hmm. memos, all of your crazy pictures of, of you know messed up things that you find, um, any uh, listener mail stories that you have, any topic suggestions, complaints, if you want to call out Jake again. Hello. Or <laughs> please, <laughs> please, please call me out on something that I messed up because I know I've done it before and people have called me out in the past. Or just keep picking on me. because you hate I... your warranty administrator. <laughs> or, like, or just keep picking on me. I kind of love it. Uh, that, Jake thrives. I'm a masochist. Customer States Podcast. Uh, at gmail.com. This yes. also happens to be our PayPal if you want to send us donations for drinks. Customerstatespodcast.com. Customerstatespodcast.com. That's our website. You can find all of our episodes there. You can find more about us. You, you can, can find, find out Sell the Bells. About our sponsors. You can find out about the hashtag Sell the Bells, our half price stickers right now that we have a deal going on. Um, again, I can't stress enough. If you, if you email me or uh, email us or write the podcast and tell me uh, your information, I will send you business cards. You can get free He'll stuff from it. us. I will free. do it. Don't threaten me with a good time. Or your stickers are free. <laughs> on, Half price. On social medias. You're killing me, Mikey. <laughs> uh, Twitter That's and Instagram regional. is customer underscore states. Um, you can find us um, at Facebook, uh, uh, customer states podcast. Uh, customer states dot 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 podcast. Um, you can find us on YouTube by searching customer states dot 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 podcast as well. And I'll be Ali. We're everywhere that you want to be. <laughs> oh my goodness! There's no violence in this household. Please, please get back in your seats. We're almost done. We're almost done. We're about to lose Jerry, battery. Jerry. We have battery flashing on the on the camera. We're about to Shit. die. Do you guys want to wrap this up? Anything else you guys want to say? Thank you to all of our listeners. We love you guys. Yep. Yes. Love y'all. Spread the word. Wait, the camera's flashing? Herpes yeah. in Amsterdam. Really? Yeah, spread the Ooh. word. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye, guys. Be nice to each other. And don't copy things your friends do. Mm. Love you. Love you. <laughs> Love you. Hi, this is Mike Sarah from Customer States. Matco Tools is one of the best tool companies in the industry, and Nick Lowridge is one of the best Matco tool distributors. Nick can get me anything I need for the shop or for at home. From oil drain pans to beef jerky, Nick's got what I need on tap. 
Nick works in the Thousand Oaks, California area, and you too can get whatever you need by calling him at 805-796-7323. And if you're not in that area, call him anyway and tell him you heard about him from the Customer States podcast. And then you can hop on to uh, matcotools.com and find a Matco Tools distributor near you. Matco Tools. Service. Trust. Results.